Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And we got another boardroom chat. Yes. And last week we had a good one, didn't we? Oh, my goodness. We were dealing with the fruits of the Spirit. In fact, we only dealt with three of them. Right. Love, joy, and peace. So this is part two, or part deux, like yes. they say, of our boardroom chat. Because this is too important of a subject to just talk about. We need to teach it as well as talk about love it. love it. So, I mean, if you want, you can go back and... Uh, Last week, and listen to it, the boardroom chat on the gifts of spirit. If you and let, it. and let me start at this. What God does, what his job is, is to call those things that be not as though they were. But what God is, is the fruits of the spirit. And the Bible says, against such there is no law. That's Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Right, right. And uh, so uh, we, we started out with love, joy, and peace. And you really had some good points. I Thank thought that you. was excellent. Thank you. It was a blessing. Now, we want to deal with this other three, which Kathy, God gave her a message. She said the first three is attitude, and the sec second three is social. Social relationships. So there's nine different fruits of the Spirit, and right. I categorize them into three different categories. Right, and social just, relationships. Social relationships, and it's taken from my Bible study, which I did back in May of 2022. So we're just touching on parts of this. You right. can, if you want more detailed teaching just on that, you can go to our uh, look at the May 2022 uh, Voice of the Covenant Bible study, and you'll get more of it. But Amen. we're going to touch on parts of what I've wrote in that, but we're going to expound on it because God's going to give us something fresh Amen. today That's just for you. But the, they were grouped into three different categories is what I said last week. The first dealt with our attitude toward God, which was love, joy, and peace. And we went into mm -hmm. details about those three fruits of the Spirit. And the second one, which we're going to talk about today, is deals with social relationships, which is long-suffering, gentleness, and goodness. Okay, and I want to read Galatians, because we always want to yeah, uh, read the verse. Uh, put the foundation of Galatians 5, verse 22. It says, and but the fruit of the, uh, and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And the most powerful statement in there is, against such there is no law. Amen. So in other words, we have to be what God is. God says in Ephesians chapter 5, Verse 1, be you therefore imitators of God as their children. So if God is the fruit of the Spirit, then we need to be the fruit of the That's Spirit. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Because Christ in us, the hope of glory. Right. And these are character traits that are found in the nature of Jesus Christ, and they are produced in us by the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, I mean, like I say, it's such a blessing of the Lord. So, I mean, go get something to drink. We want to deal with this today on this second three, which is social relationships. But in the world needs to be social. And I told you, that's sad to say that a lot of times in the church is fighting and bickering and judging and things of that nature, that you don't see much fruit of the Spirit. And I said this last week, you know, when you hear people say, that's such a sweet person, that's because they bit into that person's fruit. That's good. And that fruit was love, joy, peace, long suffering, good. You know, see what I'm saying? Yes, I guess I mean, there's a sweetness about that. Right. You know, you can call it that. So I want to deal with this uh, first one of the second of social graces, mm -hmm. and that is long suffering. Now, brother, if anybody needs long-suffering, the world needs it today. Mm. People are always mad about something. Let me show you what God gave me about long-suffering and what it is. Long-suffering is the capacity to present the same calm surface to men today and tomorrow in spite of anything and everything. Everything going wrong, everything going right, doesn't make a lick of difference. Long-suffering Long-suffering will, will present a platform, let me say it again, and, and on a calm surface to men today, mm. tomorrow, in spite of anything and everything. Now, God gave me this, and you're going to really enjoy this. Long-suffering is the power to bear irritating people <laughs> without being irritated. 
Oh, that's, that's a gift. It is the ability to <laughs> tolerate the intolerable. Wow. <laughs> I heard a man one time, I was watching television. He said, I love animals, but I tolerate people. <laughs> you know, now that's he what He was an animal side. trainer, I think. Yeah, huh? but what, what was irritating to God? The Pharisee, the Sadducee, the Zealot. <clears throat> he was always mad about something, see? My point is this, long-suffering is the power to bear irritating people without being irritated. It is the ability to tolerate the intolerable. That was you present a calm surface today, tomorrow, and whenever. Mm -hmm. That is long suffering. Yeah. Now that is a great fruit of the spirit. Boy, if anybody's got that, God's got that. Yes, he does. He, he, he said, my mercy endures, my grace is sufficient and my mercy endureth forever because he is long suffering. That's good. Now I think at times You've been long suffering with me. Am I correct? Before and, I was born again, yeah. I mean, I was a heathen from hell, but you were functioning in the, in, in the fruit of the spirit and, uh, and, and to get me saved. And, and, and there were times you had some pretty rough, I guess, whatever you call it, rough things, you know, because yeah. of the things I would do or say or, or, or was. And, and, uh, and how did you handle it? How did, I mean, what made you, what, was it the love, joy, and peace that had, gave yeah, you strength? Yeah, you start out with love. Then, then that, that joy comes in, then peace comes in, and then that, the next step is the long-suffering. Is that uh, the trial and tribulation part? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wrote this in my teaching here. I, God had a purpose in directing Paul to list the fruit of the Spirit in a certain order in these verses. Right. And it's so important to realize that the fruit that develops from one another, you start out with love, then joy comes, like we talked about mm -hmm. last week, and then peace comes into our lives. Then after, after that happens, that next natural step is long-suffering. And I, and I found the definition of long-suffering, and because we don't really use that word today in our w everyday language, right. but it's often translated patience in some translations of the Bible. And this is a Greek word for long-suffering or patience is macrothumia. I know this is a little deeper than we usually go, but I just think it's go important. Ahead, say it. It's a combination of two words, macro meaning long. Is that Greek? Greek and thumos meaning temper. So you have like a long temper, which is, that you mean your patience. It specifically points, it says to the idea. That doesn't idea, mean holding a grudge. No, not okay. at all. It's okay. the totally opposite of that. Okay. It specifically points to the idea of anger taking a very long time to build before it's expressed. It says if and when it's ever expressed, it's under control. So it doesn't words, mean you just don't notice something wrong. It's like you, you take the time and you pause to handle it right. It reminds me of a story you told in church a couple of Sundays ago about how your mother uh, told you that she was going to beat you after church and she <laughs> forgot about it. And had she had done it that day, she would have been handled it in a stronger way. But because it was like Thursday later in the uh -huh. week, she had calmed down. She had that long temper. She had, it was a long time later. So she didn't lash out in anger. She just disciplined you uh, because she had told you she would. <laughs> yeah. My mother would like to talk between the licks. <laughs> Didn't I tell you? I said, Mama, let's finish this thing. Let's get it over. She's trying to teach talk, you. Man. You see, so in other words, long suffering gives, even though this person is irritable mm -hmm. and irritating, it, may, it helps you not to get irritated. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's what I mean. I, 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 I love that. Long suffering is the power to bear irritating people without being irritated, it is the ability to tolerate the intolerable. Let me give you an example. And I probably should use that as an example. And I hardly ever do it anymore now because I'm online. I thank God for that. I hate going to the motor vehicle division <laughs> to go down there the and, to renew, and to renew 
your Department of Motor Vehicles. Oh God, DMV. to renew your license. I mean, there was. I, I Where think do this they get woman these retired. people that work in those places? There was a man there that was retired. I don't think they can ever be fired. That's why they just sit there and do whatever they want. There must have been ten <laughs> of us sitting there waiting, you know. I know. And this man, he's not retired. Was the most irritating, aggravating. Terrible person I've ever met, my, and everybody agreed. He come out and said, "I don't know. Listen if up. we get to four o'clock, you can go home. I ain't changing." We've been sitting there for an hour and a half. Oh, it was just so terrible. But the person that took his place was wonderful. <laughs> Total opposite. God. Total, completely opposite. <laughs> now I want to tell you, it took every bit of God in me not to tell that boy off. Yeah. I mean, I wanted. To, I said, "You work for the state. I'm paying your salary." He gave you an opportunity to practice your patience. Yes, and but it did. We practice at home, and everybody. I mean, they said, "What is wrong with this guy?" I said, "He's had a bad day, or I'm probably a bad life." Mm -hmm. You see, but see, he didn't have any what I call social graces. Yeah. See, and that's the whole thing about the fruits of spirit. God is so kind and so nice, and he can be very social even when someone is irritating. Right. I mean, if you think about some of the things that he had to forgive, or some of the things he had to go through uh, with King David and the different things, yet he was long-suffering. Right. You know, this is this other definition for long-suffering in my teaching was long-suffering also means never quitting, and no one's more long-suffering than God. Right. You know, it's hard to imagine the depth of God's patience in a world where people are overwhelmingly Ooh. impatient with others. You know, no matter what they're going to, but God yeah. is patient. In fact, Second Peter chapter three verse nine says, "The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to usward, not unwilling, not willing that any should perish, right. but that should all should come to repentance." So God is patient with us. He's long suffering. He never quits. Yeah, I have a us. hard time um, listening to news in Washington D.C. I don't know if these people live in a bubble. If they come out of Washington, D.C. and see what's happening in, it in this nation. It tries your patience. I mean, it, it, it can help. You don't want to be short-tempered. You want to be calm. but It's it, not easy. It's not an it. easy thing. But you should pray for that long-suffering because God has it. Let me say it again. What it is is the capacity to present the same calm surface to men today, tomorrow, in spite of anything and everything. If anything and everything, see, is to stay calm yeah. and, and, and to say, you know, no matter what you do. Like some people hate me with a passion and they don't even know me. And I tell them all the time, this makes them mad. You can't hate me more than I love you. Right. Oh, that just makes them so mad. And, you know, one time I talked about that the gifts that God gives you and someone commented on the thing. I uh, forgot that he wanted a new jet. I wasn't talking about physical. I talk about the gifts of the spirit, right. the gifts of flowing, the fruits of the spirit, the different things, you know. And I wanted to write that guy and say, you know, you are a complete. And I stopped right there. I'll not finish the sentence. I wanted to and I didn't do it. And the Lord said, you're growing, Jesse. That's long suffering. I said, it don't feel good, Jesus. He said, I know it. it doesn't go, you don't go by your feeling. You go by right. what you believe. Right. You see, in other words, you learn to tolerate intolerable people. You learn to, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> irritating people without getting irritated. Right. That's long suffering. That's power that does that. Right. That's amazing to me. And I'm so glad 
that God put that in the fruit of the Spirit. And I hope you're enjoying this today. You see what I'm saying? Because, you know, I believe that people are changing, Kathy, as we speak these oh, things. Oh, yeah. So when you deal with long suffering, you have anything else to say? No, but it's, to the next it one. does deal with our social relationships. Oh, yeah. And patience is so important, or long suffering is important when we're dealing with, dealing with irritating people. And this right. is, and, and, you know, if you react in the wrong way, you generally make everything worse, not better. So it's good to learn to rely upon the Holy Spirit. And I know that the Holy Spirit, whenever you get try to lose it, is tapping. Oh, yes, indeed. God's and talking to you. And sometimes he's hollering loud, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, those kind of things. I'm not saying this is easy, but I'm saying it's so rewarding. Yes. To don't, don't, don't become what you don't like. Don't do what somebody's doing to you in a bad manner. Mm -hmm. Stay in the peace of God, the peace from God, and the peace with God. Right. You know, stay in that attitude as we did in the first three last week. Now we're dealing with these second three this week. Yeah. And then we're going to deal with the third three next week. Right. I just felt love of the Lord to do it that way. So I, I'm so glad that the Lord is long-suffering, and He has to teach me to be more mm -hmm. long-suffering. That's right. And, you, you know, know, a lot of the fruit of the Spirit that we're going to be chatting about during these three different chat boardroom chats have to do with our reaction to people and our circumstances in life. Right. Patience is really self-restraint in the face of provocation. Provocation. Provocative. Provocation. 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 How you say that I'm saying word. it wrong. I thought she was speaking in tongues that way. What's she saying? Provocation. You're squeezing my arm, baby. No, that's the shirt. You're supposed to help me. I, I, I didn't but know what patience, you were saying there for a minute. I'm trying to figure that word out. Patience is self-restraint in the face of provocation. There we Where go. People try to provoke yeah. you. You're self-restrained. It doesn't. Okay, that's, I gotta tell. I gotta tell people one of my faults. Uh oh. Traffic. Mm. I'm not too long-suffering when I get into traffic. Kathy says I start talking to the people that are in front of me in my car, and you know they can't hear you. What's, what's the matter with you? You wait until Christmas. Everybody does it, but I think you have a, a gold medal in it. Oh. <laughs> Now, you see, I'm long-suffering right now about her, you know. I wish, but it's I true. Wish I, like I got to say it, it's I could true. Put in. I don't you know, I watch this. I bought an airplane, and I thought, bless God, I don't have to get caught in traffic. Guess what I ran into? Traffic. Flying into New York not too long ago, they slowed us down. They circled us. I mean, and circled us, and circled us. And I thought, we're burning fuel here. This is a lot of money to do this stuff. But they had to get us in line. And I'll never forget that as long as I ever live. This guy, I've only heard this once, and these are what we call air traffic controllers. When right. you get into the New York area, you got a lot of planes coming in from Europe, a lot of planes coming in from California. I mean, you got thousands of planes coming. And he said that this is New York Center. I want everybody to shut up and listen. I thought, good God, he mad. Mm. He, he started naming names of these planes. You get an order, because boy, if you miss it, you kill yourself, kill a bunch of people. So man, and he had us go way out like this. And boy, I mean, he must have named at least 50 planes. New York is a very busy area. Now you got Kennedy, LaGuardia, and there's another one there. Uh, I can't think of the name of it. I mean, there's, there's a lot of planes. So watch this. So we turn, and so then he told our plane. No, that's No, that's Cheetah Bros. That's the private one. Oh. Uh, LaGuardia, Canada, Can uh, Kennedy, and another one. Anyway, oh. he did like this. And he said, now turn so many degrees. So we turned left. And when I did this, I looked and I could see at least 20 planes behind me, all like this. Yeah. 
This man had a pressure job because anybody make a mistake, you're going to kill a bunch of people. Right, right. He was long-suffering. Now, the way he sounded, it didn't sound like he was long-suffering. But you know, do you know he got all those planes on the ground without mm. one problem? People were taking off and landing. So you got one guy that's handling those that are taking off on this runway, and you got another one coming in and taking the ones that are landing on this runway. It's just, it's amazing. If you really want to see it, well, you can really see it bigger than Atlanta. You see them landing and going, landing and going. But that, and that takes long suffering to do that. And I heard that a lot of these guys, you know, they get ulcers and stuff because their head's stuck in that, in all that radar and everything. It's a high pressure the, job. Oh, it's a very high pressure job. But if you, if you develop your long suffering, it'll take the pressure off of you mm -hmm. and it will minister to you. Now I want to go to the next one. See, notice Jesus went from long suffering to gentleness. Gentleness. I like that. Mm -hmm. Now, my definition, Kathy, you get to your point of it. Uh -huh. my, my, my definition of gentleness is a social virtue. It makes restraint give way to harmony. The Bible says in Proverbs 15, verse 1, a soft answer turneth away wrath. That's being gentle. Mm -hmm. It turns away wrath. It, 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 it makes restraint give way to harmony. Not my will, but thine be done. Right. See, that's gentleness. Right. Isn't that a blessing? I, I mean, it's it just, it, it just such a blessing of the... And you know, you, the best way for a kid to get something from their parents is to be gentle. Yeah. Instead of, hey, well, mama, and throw himself on the floor and all that kind of craziness. Right. You know, oh, mama, I sure would love to have it. Mm. But if you don't want me to have it, I understand that you, mama, go... You know, okay, you know, it's amazing. Gentleness is a wonderful thing. What do you say about gentleness? Well, you know, I, I have it written here that uh, really gentleness is a living illustration of God's personality oh, on I the like earth. That. That's, that's, that's good. Gentleness, and that's just the fruit of the Spirit was demonstrated. When it's demonstrated in our life, we are really a living illustration of God's personality. And I have it here. Paul wrote to the Thessalonian church to remind them about how he acted with them when he was with them. Now, First Thessalonians was the first book of the New Testament that was actually written and he wrote to these people. It's so significant. In chapter 2, verse 7 and 8, he says, But we were gentle among you, even as a nurse cherisheth her children, so being affectionately desirous of you, we were willing to have imparted unto you not the gospel of God only, but also our own souls. Uh, that's one of my favorite scriptures. I know it is, because you were dear to us. So this was exercising the gift of the Spirit called gentleness. Well, I'm the fruit, the fruit of, the of the Spirit called, called gentleness. gentleness. And yeah, he could, and Paul could be rough. Oh, yeah. It could be very rough, and he was terrible. But he Saul led by example, and yes. he imparted his soul, which is your mind, your will, and your mm -hmm. emotion. And, and he also imparted the gospel, but in such a way as they knew he, he loved them and cared for them in a gentle way. He knew that they needed nurturing and guiding. You know what I find when I'm called to preach the gospel in someone's church or, or coming to church or whatever? I'm not intending, even if it's a strong message, to beat people up. They've been beat up all week by the world coming at them with everything you can think of. I want to, I want to preach some gentleness, even though, or love. Love in its purest form is discipline. Sometimes you have to correct. I, I, I like to correct, but I prefer to encourage. Mm -hmm. And I do it, I, correcting, I do it in a gentle way as well. And when I do encouragement, uh, I do it in a gentle way. Yes, I want to encourage you, you in the Lord. It's Law. always an encouragement when you share because you're sharing from your heart Amen. things you've walked out, and it's for the purpose of helping those that God leads us to to lead to grow in in the wisdom and. In other words, of God. I, I just take away the restraint, and 
and make it harmonize, mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. I find you can get you can get way more things done with a soft answer than with a loud mouth. Yeah. You know, screaming and hollering yeah. and all that kind of crazy. So true. You know, I like have that. this in here. The Greek word for gentleness is sometimes also translated kindness. And I think we, we, we put those two together. And the, the, it says in my notes here, the Aramic word tr could be also translated sweetness. And it describes a gentle, soft-spoken, even-tempered, tranquil, unpretentious disposition that has passions under control. So it's Amen. strength. It's like that yeah, steel yeah. magnolia. Yeah. You hear that? Yeah. You yeah. know, the, they called a Margaret Thatcher the iron lady. Right. She didn't have to scream at people to say what she wanted said and mm -hmm. do things that she led with strength. Mm -hmm. And this is <laughs> in the United Kingdom, I mean, that's kind of rough. You know, you're in the House of Lords and the House of Commons, and they'll holler at you over there. I tell you what, and all that kind of but stuff. But she was a strong woman, Ooh, and many people yeah. in this doggy dog world that we live in today, they just they think that uh, when you demonstrate gentleness, they think it's of it as weakness. But yeah, it's, not. it's not. It's not weakness. No, it's, it's actually strength. greater strength. It's greater strength to be able to well, be restrainful and say what needs saying rather than what you just want to unload on. It, it turns restraint into harmony. Right. The Bible says, "When a man's ways please the Lord." He maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Didn't say he becomes a friend. Right. But he says he becomes peaceable. Right, and a good at, with you. You know. I love that. I it's, love that statement. It, see, that's a gentle peace God talking. And gentleness seem to come together. <sighs> it in does. fact, in James. Well, it was the next. You know, it, yeah, you go from long suffering to gentleness. Yeah. It does. Okay. Well, yeah. from peace. You've been to through gentleness. a battle. Now, whoo! Let's have some gentleness here from the long suffering. There's some gentleness. Right. And James wrote in James chapter 3, verse 17, it says, But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits. Amen. Praise the Lord. Without partiality and without hypocrisy. That's right. a powerful verse it's of Scripture. It's a blessing of the Lord. And that's what the Holy Spirit's been done. He's been given to us to display these amazing attributes of God. Well, we need to talk more on gentleness about that it's not weakness. No. Just because somebody's not hollering at you doesn't mean they're not a strong person. Right. And you know, they know in whom they have to believe. They don't have to holler. They already believe what they're going to believe. Yeah. And you're not changing their minds in any way, shape, and form because they got a gentle spirit. But that guy, Mr. Rogers, I mean, them kids loved him. He had a gentle spirit. Yes. You know, it, it, and he could actually, he could get things over to adults while he was teaching the kids in a gentle way. Mm -hmm. But you get somebody that's real strong. Like if, uh, I've heard people say that, and I don't mean this to be critical, to be truthful, about President Biden. Sometimes he sounds hard, and all that kind of stuff. Well, all of us can get hard. I'm not being critical, I've got hard myself. But it's better to stay gentle and be able to handle those things, you know. That's good. And uh, because leaders need to be like that. Right. I heard one, uh, he called him Storm and Norman, Norman Schwarzkopf. Uh-huh. And he was the general that would cry. Yeah. He'd get tears and he's like, cry. And they say, he said, I don't trust a general that doesn't cry. In other words, you have great authority. You're leading men to life or to death because mm -hmm. they have to go at your command. Yeah, and and you think, should feel that. You should, I love that. Don't just get so hard on it. Well, I you, think sometimes people in hospitals, they see so much sickness that they get a little hard okay. when they need to be gentle. Yeah, and it just and, reminds me of the word compassion. When yeah. you said gentleness, uh, that really to me is, is compassion. Jesus was compassionate. Yes, That's he was. why he laid hands on the sick. He was moved with 
compassion. compassion. And that just, compassion just means with passion. You have enough passion to take care of that need, but and he did it in a kind way. And he had to be gentle and, and loving because the children came to him. And children sure. don't come to people that are oh, harsh no. and mean and oh, cruel. No. They'll pick up on that real quick, mm -hmm. especially babies. Mm -hmm. Well, right. babies, they're so, they're, really, they're so innocent and they're so pure that they can see stuff that adults cannot see. Right. And that's really amazing, you know. <clears throat> and I, I like to watch babies sometimes, you know. They, are, they get easily disturbed because they're learning some things, you know. Mm -hmm. They can't understand why they can't have something. Well, you have to teach them some different things that, you know, they can have it all, yeah, but you just have to teach them. It's such a sweet thing, though. I realize that a lot of kids, when they, when they get exasperated, it's because they haven't rested. You know, either they're hungry or they're tired, or maybe they're dirty, they just need a little cleaning up. Sure. So we have to realize what's the source. Why are people reacting the way they are? They have other issues sometimes. It manifests in, in the rudeness, but there's some other deeper thing that's going on. So that's why it's important for us to be patient with people. We don't realize what's going on. I heard the story about this people that were on a plane going somewhere, they, they were really irritated with this child that kept crying and crying and crying and wouldn't, wouldn't uh, stop crying and they were all irritated until they found out why the child was crying. And I think the child had just lost the mother and it was really a hard situation. So she was, the child was with someone they really didn't know. So the whole attitude of the plane changed when they realized why the child was yeah. upset and crying. Yeah. So that really makes a difference when you take the time to understand and, and, you know, and I understand people hate crying babies because they want to enjoy themselves. They, but, the, you know, the, the reason why the baby's crying is there's a reason for it. Yeah, and I'll see, and that's what a parent who really knows, oh, she's crying, well, she's tired. And when you hear, oh, she's tired, let's, it, maybe we've kept her too long or whatever, let's, let's make sure she gets some rest. Yeah, so you know. handle that situation. Oh, yeah, it's amazing when you have a good night's rest, how, how gentle you become. <laughs> I mean, how. But it, it helps you to, to be patient with someone when you understand why they're reacting the way they are. But that's the gifts of the Spirit at work. When you, when you take the time to listen, when you take the time to be compassionate, it changes the environment. But when you take time to, to understand, let people see love, joy, peace, long-suffering, and, and now gentleness. And yes. when you understand that. Now let's go to number three on this one, goodness. You go from gentleness to goodness. Well, I tell you, if, it, if, if the world needs anything, it needs goodness. I like my definition that the Lord gave me for it. Goodness is all the wealth accumulated in the nine fruits of the Spirit. Wow. Goodness is courteous, sympathetic, considerate, and benevolent. Mm. Think about that. Goodness is all the wealth accumulated in the nine fruits of the Spirit. God is good. Yes, He is. And what is goodness? Courteous, mm. sympathetic, considerate, and benevolent. Now, when you see that, man, when you think, my God, I like that, man, when, you, when, when you're a good person, you're courteous. You know, I've had some people get mad because I was courteous. Why didn't you tell them something, man? They made you wait too long. I said, well, it's kind of like the baby thing. You don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, what's going on? Why, why did the delay is there? I don't think anybody likes being delayed. It kind of irritates me how aggravating some people are in airports. And they chewing on this woman or this person behind that desk, and they're not even in the plane. And, and nobody wants the plane to, to be delayed, but it might be a mechanical failure. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to get on a plane that's broke. You see what I'm saying? But they're going to lay into that person. And think about that. And I've seen some of them, not all of them, I've seen some of them so courteous, I mean, and so sympathetic. 
So considerate. Develop patience. So so benevolent. The I mean, next I thought, thing is man. goodness, right? Yeah, they want to fix it. Right. You know, they need rest just like anybody else. You see, but I've seen people get so mean, and and, and do something. But you know, a courteous people will shut down a wave of trouble. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, when you speak in in a gentle way, mm-hmm. out of that gentle way, and then in a goodness way. Right. Well, let me help you. How can I help you? Mm-hmm. Let me see what I can do. Yeah. You know, sometimes things happen <clears throat> other than God himself, uh, it, it ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been caught in airports for a long, long time. I've been caught in my own plane. You know, we get in there and all of a sudden something happens and you think, God. But you know, if there's somebody sitting there, man, we'll, listen, you may have to leave your plane here, but we'll watch over it. We'll take care of that. And uh, you don't have to worry about that part. And that gives you another chance that, well, you can begin to focus on how to get this part in. How to, how to do this. And i never forget one time we got stuck and uh, uh, my pilot called, or we was in a different country, called here in America and woke up one of my, uh, uh, I mean, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning, woke up one of my, uh, my, my mechanics and said we had a part that went out and things of that nature. <laughs> you know, and he got up and hit the phone lines and he found that part in New York and had it shipped, they call it uh, counter to counter, to all the way where I was. Mm-hmm. And when we went to bed that night, the next morning, that part flew all night. But if he wouldn't have done that, we'd have been stuck for two days. Now that is goodness. That's a good employee, right. whatever it takes. I don't want boss stuck because right. what will happen, it would have delayed me on the next meeting. See right. what I'm saying? Right. And a lot of times people don't understand being delayed right. or being canceled. Of course. I had to cancel the other day a meeting. I didn't want to, but I, I felt like the Lord, I had to do it. It's uh, rare. All these it's years very rare. And I, done I, they may be mad at me, but I had no other choice. Right. I didn't give you the full uh, uh, Detail. details. But I had no, I, I mean, I wanted to do sometimes things, sometimes things happen and we can't do that. So what we do is do the next best thing. See what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Right. And uh, so I just made up my mind. I have to do this. I didn't like it, but I did. And, uh, but God was so good and gracious. Uh, not that they were not important enough as the other one. It just, there was nothing else I could do. You know, you know, sometimes your hands are tied in a sense, like they say. And uh, so, uh, you know, God's word knows what it is. But goodness, as all nine gifts accumulated. Hmm. And I love that. It's such a bless, And it's courteous. Right. And I, and I love that it's sympathetic. I will listen to you. Yeah. It is considerate. What would you have me do for this? And then it's benevolent. Can I help you? Right. Here, you know, can this help you? Right. You know, some people, I never forget one time, uh, I, I knew that, the, that this child was hungry. You know, you can tell that, you know what I'm saying? Sure. But the child didn't have any money. He was on a plane or something like that. I could tell the child was, because bought a bag of peanuts, but wiped it out real fast, you know. Uh, yet we were not going to fly for, I don't know, a, another 25, 30 minutes. They were doing something on the plane. And so I just had somebody, and, and this particular airline didn't serve food, peanuts and Coke or something like that. Uh, and I said, do you like sandwiches? And the child didn't know me, and I, and I just, uh, and do you like, uh, you know, ice cream? And I brought some. Mm-hmm. I had, I ran out there and I went to that place in the, in the airport, got a sandwich, got some, and brought it back to the child ate it. And, and I mean, it was a, uh, thank you. And it was not a, I call it a baby. This child was 
probably 10 years old, something like that. Yeah. And they had a little uh, band on, on it, you know, because they got to go to the alone. next day. Flying alone. And uh, the, uh, the flight attendant said, thank you for doing that. Mm -hmm. She said, I didn't, I didn't have any food in my, uh, maybe a protein bar, something, you know. Right. But, you know, the, but the child was not being unruly. And, uh, but I had enough goodness in me to see that. Yeah. I love it. And, and boy, it blessed me. I said, are you fool? You want any more? Oh, sir, thank you. You know, mm -hmm. and, and you know what's the first thing? When we got to where we were, her mother was waiting for her. The flight attendant took her off first. Mm -hmm. And when I came, I, you know, and they, was, man, they started unloading the plane. And, um, and I had to go get my bag. I had to put my bag way in the back because all the things were full at that time. Right. Finally, I come off, and that lady <clears throat> with that child was waiting for me. And uh, I didn't know him. Because she had, the child had already told her mother. Mama, this man did the blah, blah, blah. So I come on. She said, that's the man. She said, sir, can I speak to you for a second? I said, yes. Hmm. I want to thank you for feeding my child. I mean, it brought tears to her eyes. She couldn't get over it. I said, well, you know, children need to eat. Mm -hmm. And I said, we, we, I, I said, you would have done the same. And she looked at me and went, yes, I would have. Yeah. I said, you know, because uh, children ought to be loved by everybody. Yeah. They may not be your child, but it don't have to be your biological child for you to show grace and mercy and blessing right. to help a child. See, that's good. That's goodness, you know. Yeah. What hey, else you got, Mom? Well, uh, I have this Greek word. I'm not going to try to pronounce it, but this Greek word that's translated goodness is a rare word that combines being good and doing good. And it means kindness in actual manifestation, virtue equipped for action, a bountiful propensity both to will and do what is good, Intrinsic goodness producing generosity and a godlike state or being. So that's that full definition there, but it just shows you what basically what you just demonstrated yeah. by that testimony. Yeah. Being good to someone who really can't give back to you. Right. And God was good, is so good to us. In fact, when Mo Moses wanted to see God's mercy, he says, Lord, no, uh, excuse me, show me your glory. Right. God says, I'm going to let my goodness Amen. pass from you. So glory of God's goodness is a demonstration of his glory. And Moses saw that that day on the mountain. That's right. So anytime we demonstrate this goodness of God, God gets glory in the earth. And so that should be our, our goal. Well, like Kathy, you know, she went to a store not too long ago and, you know, get some makeup things, different things she wanted, whatever. And uh, this lady always waits on her. And uh, and really good employee, I guess, of that store. And you turn around and said, oh, I'm going to bless her. Yeah. And you blessed her with, with some money or something like that. And, uh, and she said, oh, Miss Kathy, you're so good. Good. You don't have to do that. I said, I know. I, she said, I know it's not, that's not the issue. Just want to just, just bless you. You see what I'm saying? That's being considerate. That's what goodness is. Mm -hmm. Consider benevolent. Mm -hmm. How many times I've walked past uh, uh, someone's table, we eat lunch, and I don't know them from Adam. Right. And they don't know me, and I just stopped and said, look like y'all enjoying y'all food. Oh, yes, we do. We really like I said, well, let me just pay for it, and I'll drop $100 or $200. Oh, no, so you can't do that. I said, don't hurt my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> let me just be a blessing. You're demonstrating oh, you the goodness of God. The other day, we were with some good friends, and we were eating at the Cheesecake Factory, and this girl did not know me. Most of those waiters and waitresses at the Cheesecake Factory, we eat there quite a bit, uh, lunch and stuff, know me. But she was new, so she come and, and so we, we had a gift card. Everybody gave us a gift card. So what we don't like to do is put a tip on the gift card because they have to wait for it. 
Well, don't so just we'll, that the people give us the money for the food, so we yeah. give the tip. And right, not so we take cash and give tip. Right. So she, I think she thought that Kathy wasn't going to give her a tip or something. Yeah. The way you would. I said, I don't need to sign it. She says, oh, I'll just put it there thinking that if I don't sign it, she doesn't get a tip. But I <laughs> and, said, no, you don't understand. And so I pulled out <laughs> my, uh, uh, my, I gave her $100. $100 bill. And she go, oh, it's oh, it she was just a couldn't big believe shock. it. She goes, my God. And she said, are you serious? I said, yes, I am, you know? And uh, I mean, she just, I said, take that, that's, that's, that's for you. Yeah. And I said, because you did such a good job. Well, she walked off and everything, and we talked to her, but we were about ready to get, get back. And as she walked by, she just looked at me. I could tell she was still overwhelmed. Right. I thought, well, maybe she needed that to pay her rent. Yeah. Or, you know, to finish out with her rent, or maybe buy something for her child. Or I've had them come to me and tell me that. Maybe there were a lot of people that she had waited on that wasn't too, hadn't treated her very good. Right. And so when she saw this demonstration of goodness, it, it overwhelmed her. Yeah, I, it, it was considerate. Yeah. See, that's all it was. Go ahead, Kat. I want to read a verse of scripture that demonstrates this. It's Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 through 10. This is the King James. It says, For you were sometimes in darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and mm. righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Isn't that a great that's, verse that's of Scripture? A, that's a phenomenal So the fruit verse. of the Spirit is in all goodness. So even though we separate each of these nine fruits of the Spirit, they all interlocked and they all so interwoven Amen. and Amen. Amen. connected to that. Well, let me just say this. You know, uh, I've had people say, you really have a lot of partners. And I said, yes, I do. And to this mention, I said, you know why? Because they're good. Mm. They're good people. Mm -hmm. they, th they see the vision that we, me and Kathy are doing. They see what God wants done. Right. They see that we do what we say. And I, when I, I pray this prayer all the time. Lord, let me never break trust with you or That's break so trust good. with my partners. Because you know, Lord, you tell them to give to us. You tell them to pray for us. And I want to be honorable. And you said, if you honor me, I will honor you. Right. And I want to honor God in the eternity of eternities as well as here. So I want to honor my partners to say thank you for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're going to do because you're good. And, you know, like I said, we, 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 last week we, we did a wonderful testimony, prayed for a lady. She said, it's not much. I said, never think of your seed as small. Seed has life in it. Mm. See what I'm saying? And it's just such a blessing. So thank you, partners, for helping us reach people change lives one soul at a time. Right. If you'd like to be a partner, we'd love to have you. Welcome to our partner family. It's such a blessing. And how do I do that? Well, you can go to jdm.org. That's our website. And if you'd like to give like that, you can. It'll show you how to do that. You can use PayPal if you want to do that. Mm -hmm. Or you can text to give a one-time donation or a recurring gift, whatever you want to do. Right. Or you can mail in your donation the old-fashioned way, whatever. 100% of it goes in the world evangelism. Me and Kathy are totally taken care of. We are totally debt-free, and so is this ministry. So it, 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 I, I get so excited when someone sends me $20, I don't have to take $4 of it and pay interest to some mortgage on the ministry. Right. And You know what I'm saying? And, and it doesn't 100% goes toward world evangelism. Right, it doesn't affect how we act or what we do because we have to submit to someone else who has maybe a... A mortgage on the company or maybe right. it forces us to act yeah. in such a way. We, I, we I, can I, speak it, for it, God, say it, whatever it, he's calling us to say. It was so amazing. We had a terrible hurricane uh, last year called Hurricane Ida. And it, it was rough. It was not easy. But you know, because this place is debt-free and we had insurance on it and everything, and insurance was going to pay, but they sure took a long time. But you know what? Because we knew how to do good business with God, we fixed the stuff before right. the insurance paid right. us. 
And they were supposed to pay it, but it took so long. But you know what? Uh, it gave people jobs. It helped people. And you know what? It was just such a blessing. And our contractor said, y'all are so considerate. I would see them sweating, man. Right. And, and so I said, give them something to drink, Cokes and right. whatever. And we, you know, we bought Cokes for them and things that, whatever, you know, Generous. you know, right. to, to be considerate, to be benevolent, to be sympathetic and to be courteous. Right. Because, that's you know, what it's about. That's right. Goodness is not just what you say. Most of all, it's what you do. That's it. That's and so true. And that's what demonstrate goodness. I have another verse of scripture before okay. we move on to the next uh, okay. fruit. Because it's in Romans chapter 15, verse 13 through 14. It says, Now the God of all of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And I myself am persuaded of you, my brethren, that you are also full of goodness. Oh, man, what Isn't a blessing. Isn't that beautiful? Filled with all, the, all knowledge, able also to admonish one another. So they were, he was talking to these people in Rome. He says that you're full of goodness. Yeah, so that can be an, that's an attribute of God that can, be, can flourish in your life as it's well. It's good to be good. <laughs> because it brings goodness. So, yeah. you know, like last week we talked about love, joy, peace. And then t this week we talked about long-suffering, gentleness, and goodness. Mm -hmm. Now we have one more, okay. which will be next week. We're going to deal with faith, meekness, and temperance. Right. And it's going to bless you and minister to you. And so I wanted to, we, we're not take, we're taking time with these things yes. and this because third, it's not just a chat. No. It needs to be taught. It's and, what God is. And the third group describes principles that guide us, guide a Christian's conduct. So and that's next week. Yeah, that's faith. And you know, conduct really says who you are. Let's deal with that next week okay. when we deal with faith, meekness, and temperance. Yes. So thank you once again, partners, for helping us do these wonderful things to reach people, change lives. And I want to tell you something. As soon as we finish this, we're on to something else. We, we, I'm, I'm flying out. I'm preaching. I'm just going at it, you know, and everything. I mean, it's just the way it is. This ministry uh, is, well, we won't be lazy with your seed. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because your seed's good. And it will produce the 30, the 60, the 100-fold. This anointing of increase is on us, and we want it on you. Mm -hmm. So until next week, don't miss it now because you're getting a whole uh, Enchilada, <laughs> like they call. You know, the first week, the second week, and then the third week. Yes. So until next week, this is Kathy and Jesse saying we love you. And we'll see you next week. We're dealing with that fruit of the Spirit. Yes. God bless you. Bye-bye.